Theophilus, you're full. Yay! Anyways, I can figure out how to edit that later. Welcome to the Awful Earful. That was by Awful Ukulele to your earfuls. And it was incredible ukulele. But this is the show where we talk your ear off about awful movies. That too. I'm <laughs> Ryan. Did I say that already? No, but I am Crofton. And we are the Awful Earful. In case you didn't know. Sometimes we're joined by another idiot. Anyways. So what did we watch this week, Ryan? We watched such a good movie. We watched... For a change, we watched a good movie, because it's been nothing but garbage for the past few weeks. We watched the uh, fantastic debut Beatles film, A Hard Day's Night, which is one of my favorite Beatles movies. Not that there's many of them. Uh, what about it? Okay, so this film was in usual unpreparedness. I didn't remember the date. I believe it's 1965, 64 maybe. And it's about my favorite band, the Beatles. Big time rush. Shut up. Enough. No more of that this week. I actually just started getting a headache when you mentioned that. <laughs> I'm not kidding. What can I say? I have a talent. So anyways, I love this band and I love this movie. I don't think I'd seen it before I showed it to Crofton. Yeah, we've watched it twice together before this. Yeah, anyways, this was the first Beatles film, as I said which led to a long line of Beatles films, at least like three more. There was technically four. Depends on what you count as a film. There was Help, which is the most similar to this film. There was the TV movie Magical Mystery Tour, the Yellow Submarine animated film, and then there was the Let It Be documentary. Anyways, I need to look up the plot on the Wikipedia because I just need to remember what happens. It opens with the... Well, I think I we mean, can explain it like... um. Like Paul's grandfather did. He was in a train, and then a room, and then a car, and then a room, and then a room, and then another room. It's not really a plot to it. There's just kind of things that happen. It opens with a very classic shot of the Beatles running away from, like, a huge group of, like, fangirls. And then they get chased around, and then they end up on a train, I believe. Yeah. There's not much, again, not much plot. So yeah. then they get on the train, and we get some of their classic snappy Beatles dynamic. Weirdly modern, too, because, I don't know, there's something about the way they interact with people. It doesn't seem like 60s dialogue, you know. Especially John. His humor was very modern. Probably because he just did it, and they didn't, they couldn't stop him. <laughs> I mean, you gotta respect that. There's like, an, there's like a scene where they're bothering this old man. He's like, they want that window open, and he's like complaining about it. And Paul's like, oh, this is a democracy. You should let us like fucking... The will of the people and all that. And then we the guy's just being you. like, nah, I'm a bitchy old man, yada, yada, yada. And I then, ride this train twice a and week. Then, and then John's just like, give us a kiss. <laughs> and then he just doesn't respond. They just Spot cut away from on it. John impression. Yeah, I don't, what do you want from me? <laughs> Gotta love it. Anyways, I love that scene. Uh, I don't really know how to go about breaking down this movie. There's so not a plot. Oh, and then there's a consistent plot about Ringo being like <laughs> him Ringo and being short. Oh, not just being short, just him being in general having an inferiority complex. <laughs> like when he's with George and 
there's like this girl in this uh, I don't know I guess room on the train whatever you call them I guess she's like a real skanky type George is like aren't you gonna ask her out and Ringo's like nah she'll probably just reject me what do they do after that oh um, there are two um like manager characters yeah they come in with snacks and drinks yeah I forget either of their names great okay let's call the shorter one Bobo and the taller one Twiggy I was just gonna call the shorter one Brian because he fulfills the role of Brian Epstein, which is, which is, uh, which in real life was their manager. I guess he didn't want to be on camera. What a shy bitch. Fucking, who does he think he is? A bitch. And then th- that character has a reoccurring thing with John, because John's always picking on him. Yeah, he's got like psychological trauma from John being a smartass. Is that what it's like for me and you? Nah, I look forward to your psychological trauma every day. So I do cause trauma. The good kind. That doesn't make any sense. Trauma in itself is inherently bad. Well, um, in the Big Time Rush episode, you said I have the good kind of brain damage. Now, how does that make sense? That's what I thought. <laughs> that episode, I particularly tried to annoy you. I don't know. That's out already <laughs> by the time we're recording. No, That's, no. Isn't that a weird oh, wait, time yeah. thing that we're yeah. recording this? It's not out yet for us, but by the time this is out which episode will be yeah. out for a week already in the future right now we're so ahead of schedule we're confusing ourselves i think we're about the normal amount of ahead of schedule you should be i'm getting off topic yeah what happens in the plot then oh wait with they the, lose um, the grandpa right with the with the grumpy dude in the uh in the train car paul's like come on let's go get some coffee and leave the kennel a lassie and then there's like they do like three different things, right? One is like, um, like they're running outside the train and they have a bike all of a sudden and they're like, "Hey, Mister, can we get our ball back?" Like they're little kids playing and the ball rolled into the dude's yard. Oh yeah, because they were doing it outside the train window and it became like a weird Looney Tunes sketch where they're somehow able to do all these like things outside the train and keep pace with the train. And then after that, like they're. Three of them are carrying one of them, and they just walk past, and it's just goofy. Because w- I'm trying to put this film into, like, a straight-through synopsis, but there really isn't anything. There's the plot with the grandfather. Mm-hmm. They lose That's, him, like, more than once. They lose him a couple times, which is why I'm getting confused. I think they lose him on the train for a bit, then they and they capture him. he becomes engaged with the skanky lady. He does. The old man's also quite a fucking prick. He's a he's a mixer, as they say in the film. He's a mixer. He just fucking he like eggs people on, and he he's like a fucking chaotic being. He gets people to argue. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he's he does. It turns out that Paul doesn't have like a grandpa. He's just like a demon. Oh, it's like incepted into like the Beatles' lives. Paul tried to summon a demon. This is gonna be a crazy tangent, but there's a Rick and Morty episode where they have these parasites that like incept themselves into people's lives, like as characters. Yeah, like, I know the one. Yeah, where like they're <laughs> always like you think they're they've always been there, but they just recently like incepted into your brain. Like that's what the grandpa is. He's all he has only been there for like a day, but <laughs> Paul's acted like he's been there for like his entire life. Mm-hmm. And his mission is just to create as much chaos as possible. You know, like all grandpas do. Yeah. Is that what your grandpa's like? I don't know. My grandpa's dead. Or was like? You didn't need to bring the mood down. I didn't. I never met him. 
I don't give a fuck. Well, <laughs> wouldn't it be great? <laughs> wouldn't it be great if after that I just inserted like a voiceover of like you answering the question normally? Yeah, he was great. Like, oh, just over. <laughs> yeah, like a text to speech. Yeah, it's not even like a good edit. Like it starts you with you going like, yeah, I don't know, and then it goes like, he was great. It was cool. He liked beaches. I loved my grandfather. He was not a demon. <laughs> That'd be funny. You should do that. <sighs> that sounds like a lot of work. I have to do a text-to-speech thing. I liked it more as an idea of a bit than an Lazy actual ass. bit. It makes more sense as a joke. Then people won't be able to get the joke. They'll just be like, why was that inserted there? That was weird. It's funny uh-huh. as a concept. Crawford. This, so is, sure. uh, this is next-level comedy. I know a thing or two about next level comedy. Doesn't reach the heights that my poop jokes from this shark episode got, but no, I know. think no, the big time rush episode is really gonna get you. I haven't listened to it yet. I've only experienced it. Ooh, I remember a piece of uh, trivia I forgot to mention for the film. Ringo yeah. came up with the title. Oh, good for him. I think they were. I believe they named a couple songs or something or ideas off of stuff Ringo said because he had weird ways of talking. They were working on the film and they were trying to figure out a like a title for it and because the idea for the song came from the film, like they were contracted to do the film, so then they had to write an album to go with it. Cool. Or at least the lead song. So when they were trying to figure it out, like uh, they asked Ringo how he was doing or something. And he just said, it's been a hard day's night. And then they were like, oh, that's perfect. Ringo, you kooky bastard, you've done it. <laughs> oh, and the the best part about this is the, the director of the film is named Richard Lester, which means his name is, in short, Dick Lester. <laughs> At least his middle name isn't Mo. Dick Mo Lester. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. God, we are... Oh, it even says it commonly referred to as Dick Lester. Oh, actually, it turns out his... Lester is his middle name. He's Richard Lester Liebman. Huh. Wow. It would huh. have been better if his middle name was Mo and his last Mo. name was Lester. I think he was in the film. Maybe who? he wasn't. As who? For a second, I thought he was like you know the actual director guy in the movie where he's like, are they mm, with be the late? nose? Yeah, and he was wearing like the the weird coat, furry coat, the V neck sweater. Yes, yes, yes. Him. It. It's that monster. <laughs> that fucking fuddy-duddy. Fuddy-duddy, that's such a fucking stupid insult. I love the word fuddy-duddy. It's so, it's so dumb. Don't be a fuddy-duddy. Very lame. You're lame. You're lame. There's a novelization of this? What? That does not make, what? What's the point of a novelization of a musical? In 1964, Pan Brooks published a novelization of the film by author John Burke described as based on the original screenplay by Olin Alan Owen. The book was priced at two shillings and sixpence and contains an eight-page section of photographs from the film. It was the first book in the English language to have the word grotty in it. That was stupid. <laughs> oh, it even has a thing about the title. Go on. According to Lennon in a 1980 interview with the Playboy magazine, I was going home in, a, in the car, and Dick Lester suggested the title Hard Day's Night from something Ringo had said. 
I had used it in his own in his own right, blah blah. It was an off the cuff remark by Ringo. You know, one of those malaparisms, malapro. It wasn't malaparism. No, it's a it's a malapro No, a malap fucking Jesus. A malapropism. Jesus. Easy for you to say. Is the use of an incorrect word in place of a word for something sim with a similar sound, resulting in a sometimes nonsensical, sometimes humorous utterance. Okay. Gotta love nonsense and humor. Uh, what else? Uh, a Ringoism, where he <laughs> like said it not, where he said it not to be funny, just said it. So Dick Lester said, "We're gonna use that as the title," and that's what happened. Anyways, that's interesting. It is so interesting. Fun. So fun. Oh my. How much fun. What were we talking about? Dick molester. No, we were talking. We were talking about the plot. We can't forget that. Yeah, we'll get back to I feel like we we brought up the BTR episode. Uh, something about being funny, which obviously I have no trouble being. Audience, you're going to love the Big Time Rush episode. They already seen it by this point, Crofton. Well, and I bet they loved it. I'm sure they did. I worked so hard on it. Very proud of all the work you put in. Turned out shorter than I thought it would be. Yeah. Good point. Well, I mean- you know, quality over quantity. Did you notice that Danny got into, uh, he got into a quote-unquote fight with Freddie Prince Jr.? Yeah, I saw the fucking 40 messages from our group chat. Yeah, but did you actually see the, the tweets? No, not all of them. No, it was only like two. One where Freddie Prince Jr. responded to him about Danny from the uh, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo episode. Scooby-Doo episode. Had a, I think Freddie Prince Jr. messaged about how the X Men cartoon was the best, better than all the X Men films, and Danny got upset about that because he likes the movie Logan, which is technically an X Men film. My mommy and, was in that movie. Yes, you brought that up. Vo- vocal, wasn't it a vocal thing, right? What? I don't. What wasn't it a vocal coach thing? Whatever. Oh no, what, she was an job? actor. I've seen that movie like twice. When was she in it? Where was oh, she? They might, have, they might have cut her part. She was at the motel where they first meet the uh, kid. Fuck, I need to rewatch it now. I don't remember the... <laughs> that movie's so good. God damn. Yeah, that movie was pretty good. I love that movie. Anyways, but Danny talked about how he liked that movie best, and then Freddie Prince Jr. just fucking didn't take Ripped it Ripped him a well. new one? Nah, he really... He, that's the thing. He really didn't, and Danny got upset about it for no reason, because he was like... Ah, nah, bro. It's it's a Wolverine film. That's a Wolverine film, not an X-Men film, which I think is a pretty valid point. And then uh, Danny got upset at that. Freddie Prince Jr. even liked Danny's tweet, and he still got upset. Bitch. Huh. What a little bitch. <laughs> As usual, he's a bitch. <sighs> he's just Danny. Stop being such a little bitch. I just, well, I just found it funny. The reason I brought it up is I found it funny because we just recently released the, uh, the Scooby-Doo episode where Fred Prince Jr. plays Fred. Oh, God, wait. Fun. that Oh, I did not even know who you were talking about. He plays Fred? Yeah, in the Scooby-Doo film, he plays Fred. That's who that's Danny crazy. had an argument. Well, that's that's why I thought it was funny that he had an argument, or not a quote-unquote argument with the, on Twitter with the same guy we had. Uh, scrappy we, got a little scrappy. And then I told him he should have asked him to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then I asked him to get Please, shaggy. Fred. Anyone listening, if you happen to have the ability to, actually, even if you don't, 
just uh, tweet at Freddie Prince Jr. Tell him to get on this podcast. Yeah. He was and a solid. Sco- that way we can, and, and if you really want to see us uh, do this, do an episode about Scooby-Doo 2, if Freddie Prince Jr. gets on the podcast, we will, that will be rocketed right to the top of the list. But and we will personally thank you in the podcast. Sure. If you, if you tweet at Fr- Freddie Prince Jr. and he replies to you, I don't know if Freddie Prince Jr. has Discord, though. <laughs> <laughs> he can make one. I don't know. Is that too much? Is that too much uh, work for a celebrity? Oh. I don't know if he would get offended if I asked him to watch Scooby Doo Two. <laughs> watch it. I lived it. He'd be like, "I'm never going back. Not again." I never want to see the face and of Shaggy like, again. The, <laughs> the guy who played Shaggy, I heard, is very nice. Yeah. Matthew Lillard. They didn't even they didn't get him to play Shaggy in the new one though. Yeah, and I fucking hate them for that. People got really upset over it because he was like, "Nah, they didn't even ask me." <laughs> but, Fuck the new Scoob. Fuck Scoob. Scoob is a bitch. All my homies hate Scoob. I didn't watch it. Good. You my friends when it was before it came out were like, "Hey man, are you gonna see that movie?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> they were like, "What?" And I was like, "Why would I want to watch a Scooby Doo movie?" They're dumb. They're all dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb. Anyways, back to this movie, Hard Day's Night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, the movie we're supposed to be reviewing. We're supposed to be talking about. It's okay. This is good entertainment. We've been doing this for, what, eight episodes, so we know what good entertainment is. Mm -hmm. We should get more guests on. Oh, man, wait. Like, earlier today, my sister was telling me, she was like, your podcast is pretty good, but you guys get off topic too much. And I was like, shut up. That's the point of the It's podcast. supposed to be awful. It's the awful earful. So you're going to get an earful of nonsense. It's not the concentrated earful. So I like the tangents. It helps, like, flush it out a bit. Yeah, don't judge us. Don't you dare. Anyways, they lose Paul's grandpa. This all started with us talking about Paul's grandpa being a demon. Yeah. Isn't it weird to think Maybe that that guy... we should start over with the plot. Nah. Okay. It's already a mess. It's weird to think that while watching that film that that guy is probably, like, a just dust. I mean, he looked like dust in the movie. Exactly. Like, so he's, like, extra dust now. He He's, like, in the soil, you know? He's, like, in the third layer of the Earth's, uh, like, sediment, like, whatever they call it. How many other layers the Earth has. I forget the names for it. There's, like, the, the magma layer and the... The crust. The crust. That's what it was. Then there's the ham, and then there's lettuce, and there's tomatoes, and then... God, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, what else happened in the film? So they go to the hotel room, and then they're forced to read fan mail. And um, the grandpa starts making mean, snide remarks. Yeah. At first, Ringo doesn't get any fan mail, so John hands hands him one letter, and he's like, here, it'll keep you busy. And that's your John impression. Fuck you. Fuck you're, you, my John to, impression is incredible. You're allowed to do a shitty John impression, but I'm not. Great. Yeah, because I'm the shittier person. That doesn't make any sense. I just wanted to be allowed to do a shitty John impression. Well, and you're not. And you're I'm hypocritical. You. you can go ahead four, four times in the back what? at point-blank range. Oh, God. Hmm? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how many times he was shot. Four times in the back at point-blank range. <laughs> Ten feet apart. Damn, that's like... Damn, that's rough. 
Yeah, <laughs> it is. He was all shot in the shoulder area, slash low middle back area. I mean, no offense to him, but dark I just wouldn't be shot. How? Well, I wouldn't. Yeah, but how? I would wouldn't you, be shot. That would imply that you're the Yoko of the scenario if you weren't shot. No, I just, I wouldn't be shot. So you're Yoko. No, um, I, if I were John in that situation, I just You'd wouldn't be Yoko, be shot. You'd be Yoko, because you would be shot. No, if I were John, I just, I would just avoid being shot. How would you do that? You're not Neo from the Matrix. I would avoid you're it. John Lennon in 1980. I would avoid being shot. How? You didn't even know you were it. being shot because it comes from behind, Crofton. Well, I wouldn't have to be aware of being shot because I would avoid it. You can't avoid something you don't know it's coming. <laughs> but I avoided it, so Crofton. I know it's there. Crofton. <laughs> Shut up. It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> no, man, I just avoid it. You can't avoid it. Yeah, I can't. It's a fucking bullet. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? It's like a volleyball? Just get out of the way. It's something like, I can avoid. It's not like a fucking giant beach ball where it can, like, it slowly fucking makes its way over to you. I'm sorry about John Lennon, but I'm different. You're not. I would avoid it. Yeah. If I were going to be shot, I would avoid being shot. That makes literally no sense. It makes all sense. Really does not. Anyways, so Ringo gets a bunch of fucking fan mail. Turns out he gets a whole stack Because turns out ladies like schnozzes. They do. The big nose. That's what really gets them going. It actually, which is actually true in real life. Ringo did get the most fan mail. Gotta love that. I mean, I'm sure Ringo did. <laughs> they did respond to a lot of their fan mail when they could. Those whores. How dare you? Oh, wait. I thought you said... I. Did you say they did or they didn't? They did. They responded to like a lot of like, oh. early on. Okay. They're back. What wonderful whores. What wonderful whores. Aren't we all wonderful whores? You're a wonderful whore. So they're supposed to respond to the, fe- the female, the fan mail. <laughs> <laughs> they're supposed to respond. It's like, a, it's like a robot trying to blend in. How do you respond to the female? No, that's just Engage dudes on Twitter. Response. <laughs> that's everyone on Twitter. I fucking hate people who say female. It's like, okay, we get it. You jack off to anime. Initiate female interaction protocol. One, zero, zero, one. Flirting. Malfunction. Too much blood sent to penis. Oh no. Main brain function shutting down. 100% <laughs> increase in power to the pe- penile area. <laughs> God, we are so advanced. The nether regions are now in control of this. What the fuck were we even talking about before this? Oh, wait, Ringo. Ringo, yeah. Anyways, so they go out or something, then the grandpa... No, 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 no. Ringo gets a piece of fan mail, and it's an invitation to the casino thing that's downstairs. Yeah, and that's the grandpa what I was gonna get to. It. But they leave yeah. first to go have fun. Grandpa takes it, goes fucking gambling, and, you know, then just has... What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Somebody J&O? That's, that's not what jerking off sounds like, Crofton. God, well, maybe it's what mine sounds like. That sounds painful. It's incredible. I don't always masturbate, but when I do, I punch myself in the nuts. <laughs> CBT. <laughs>
So Moving. the grandpa strips a fucking uh, one of the workers. He's and got steals hookers and he's got like blow and he's got he's got all the things a man could want at the palm of his hand. And there's fucking a lot of noise. Shut the fuck up. What are you doing? Jesus Christ. Can't even finish a podcast. Ooh, he big man. Not really. I just I don't wanna deal with it right now. So what else happens in this movie? Um John takes a bath. Yeah, John does take a bath and he's got a cute little body. Got a cute skinny little body. And he's playing with the submarine and he's doing wacky voices and splashing bubbles all over the place. Like I don't know, he's talking about like Hendrick or something. I remember hearing something about a Hendrick. You're a Hendrick. And George is trying to teach this other guy how to shave, even though he's like 25 or 30 mm-hmm. or something. And he talks about his disgusting pink naked tongue. It's like, stop hanging your tongue out, you fucking clod. Which good for him, and he's like practicing it on the mirror for him. It's like, I don't think that would teach anyone how to shave. Yeah. Like, whatsoever. Because he does it for him, too. It's not like he even lets him shave the stuff, the cream off the mirror. He George does it for him. And he's like, well, that's how you do it. He takes control of the cream. John somehow disappears into the tub. Yeah, he goes down the drain. And then pops back out. Yeah. And then they like Probably recruit good. George for like a, like a fashion thing. Like a modeling agency with fabricated trends. Yeah, and they're like, and George is like, these all suck. And then he's like, well, what do you know anyway? And, and then George is like, oh, we make fun of your top model. She's a fucking idiot. We we turn on the TV, the telly for, for laugh at her. Yeah. And she's like, she's a local teen. I think that's what they said. Yeah, Susan. How do you remember that? Because I'm an idiot. Shut up. Ah. Shut up. Ah. Shut it. Shut up. That's good. Let's see. Shut I'm up. just trying to list things that I remember that happened. Oh, uh, the grandpa makes fun of Ringo, and then Ringo goes off on his own, all sad and depressed-like. And then he, he takes his camera. Of... Yes, he does, because Ringo has... likes taking photographs. Yeah, yeah, he has a little rebellious stage, because the grandpa egged him on. Yeah, he's like, they don't appreciate you. Listen to me, I'm a demon. With a demon face. With demon teeth. He had very like weird teeth. Like the fucking teeth. snake with Apple and, e- with Apple and Eve. <laughs> Apple and Eve. Oh, New yeah. sitcom. On VeggieTales. Thank you so much. This is what I want. This is what the people want. I imagine if the Apple could talk with Eve. He's like, hey, don't eat me. <laughs> That's my version of the Bible, at least, how it goes down. I love it. Could you, could a snake eat an apple? No. I mean, I don't think it would be very good for it, like, dietary-wise. Maybe it would be more healthy. Maybe if the snake did a keto diet, or whatever the fuck they're called. Snito. Keto. Snake keto. Oh, keto. <laughs> I feel like I'm having a stroke. I don't know. I'm aimlessly saying random stuff. So then Ringo's taking pictures, and he does, I think he has a book of pictures that he took in the 60s with the Beatles because he was really into cameras at the time. Yeah, I saw somebody post some pictures from it on Instagram. Yeah, they're actually pretty good. Like, they're pretty fun pictures. 
So then they split up to find him. They find Jack shit. Ringo gets arrested because he's a klutz. Grandpa gets arrested because he's an idiot. Because he's an anarchist. Yeah, he's a crazy fucking dementia-riddled old man. And uh, then Grandpa helps Ringo break out, and the Beatles run away from the cops, and then they get back in time for their concert. And then everybody's happy. Wait, you forgot about the part where they're, like, running around in the field and playing and shit. Oh, yeah, and the guy's like, get off my lawn. And then George is like, sorry that we hurt your field, mister. (laughs) He's just... (laughs) Which is, it's just the best response to any trespassing of any kind. (laughs) I wonder if they do that with public urination, too. Sorry we hurt your mailbox, mister. Pisses on a mailbox. Well, I'll tell you a story. (laughs) One time. That's for another episode. That's for another episode, everybody. You want to hear the piss on the mailbox story? It's pretty short. I was not that... (laughs) Not the only thing that's pretty short. For you. (laughs) This is fucking serious, Crofton. Uh... Don't cross me ever again. (laughs) Imagine it got really serious. (laughs) Like, it actually, like, got dead quiet. Like, fucking listen to me. Don't you (laughs) ever interrupt one of my stories again. I'm sorry. Like I want a new, I want a new co-host, and then like all of a sudden these people who never worked yeah. on the show before, like lighting, lighting people on a podcast, makeup people, like sound people, <laughs> makeup people. Like I need my makeup to feel pretty. I need you to hear you my pretty. Got a pretty face one. for radio, bitch. I sure do. Or pod. I wonder if that's a thing. Do they update that saying? You got a face for podcasts now? I think it's pretty much the same. Because it doesn't. Because no one really does radio anymore. My so father does you? radio. Currently? Yes. He goes to a studio? No, he records it from his house and he, he broadcasts it daily. So, it would be a... Gr- yeah, whatever, I don't have a point there. <laughs> so, he, so we're in competing formats then. I guess. Well, no, because I'm on a podcast. Yeah, you're competing. I'm, oh my god, I'm the best of both worlds. What? I've been on his radio show before. When was the last time you were on his radio show? When I was, like, seven. Okay, so you <laughs> you made it sound like, like I've been on his radio show before. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like when someone's like, well, I, well I've, been, I've been to Hawaii before. I was, like, five, but I've been there. <laughs> I don't have any Shut memory up, of bitch. it. But I know more than you. You're a bitch. You're a bitch. You're, You're a, a bitch, bitch on radio. Ah. You traitor. We're trying traitor to Joe's. Build... Oh my god, do you know who this Joe is? Joe Baba. Shut up. Shut up. I can replace you in an instant. Get out of here. You could be, you're like this, you're out. I don't care. Alright, boot him. We just hear like a crash, like like a spot like scene. No, like a piano falling on someone. It's like, and we've killed or him, everybody. Just the bonk noise, you know, where it's like, boom, and then I'm dead. That's it, everybody. I released a lever that I keep a contraption over Crofton's head over all hours of the day that releases a giant boot with cement in it. You're gay. You're gay. Yeah. You're the one with the boot that's going to get dropped on him. Ooh, harder. <laughs> I don't think you could do that when your brain is collapsed. Oh, trust me, I can't. Really? You could get turned on by a boot being dropped on your head? I don't know, man. My brain's fucked up. Who knows what'll happen? 
You fucking slimy bastard. That's me, the slimiest. Anyways, I think we got most of the movie. This is probably like the least descriptive we've yeah. ever done. But this is I the don't want to disorganized fucking, we've had yet. I don't want to fucking look. I don't. I just don't want to look through the Wikipedia page about every step of the way. Unless you have any other moments you want to bring up. Um. Well, in the uh, in the beginning of the movie, when they're still on the train, Paul goes up to these two women, and one of them is George Harrison's future first wife. Patty Boyd, I believe. That might be Our the girl second Patty. One. That might be the second one. I don't remember. I believe. I think I think that's the first one. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember because he. I think he had like three wives or something. That's skank. That poor George. It almost rhymes. George. Horge. Horge. George Horison. <laughs> so is that it? Ringo Skank. I was trying to come up with other names for them. <laughs> oh man, do you think there's like sexy Beatles costumes? No. Why not? Because that's dumb. Maybe I want to be a sexy Beatle. You'll probably literally get a bug beetle. Okay. I'll take what hey, I can get. Imagine like there's a whole like market for it. Like there's like dung beetles and then there's like fucking like jungle beetles. And there's like Rhino beetles or whatever the fuck they're called with the giant You're horns. You're a rhino beetle. I am a rhino beetle. I'm horned as fuck. That was bad. Come and everybody look at the sexy thorax on that fucking beetle. Makes me just want to... that beetle got curves. Makes me just want to shove my antennas right up his... What the fuck is wrong with... And then... That letter goes right up his bub. Anyways, you what do yourself with bits of be- the of Beatles songs like I did with Big Time Rush? I don't <laughs> see. It's peak I don't... comedy. I-, I think I'll leave that to you. I- I'll just I'll just j- use a long censored bleep over this whole episode. <laughs> just like welcome to the awful for twenty minutes. <laughs> I mean, and we that's... had a really good concise intro, and then it just fell apart. And that's the awful earful, everybody. um okay so you think of the film i guess overall i thought it was great you know sometimes i just feel like seeing that movie again because it's just you know simple fun if you like the beatles you're gonna like it because it's the beatles there's just a bunch of silly lads and i like to watch them be silly i'll rate it um 10 john lemons out of 10 george parasols I'll say I obviously loved it because I love the Beatles, so, you know, that's about all there is to it. I'd like to thank everyone on behalf of the group, and I'd like to say I hope we pass the audition. <laughs> that's an in-joke. <laughs> now, if you excuse us, we're going to get back to talking about penises like we always do in our spare time. Ooh, I podcast. do love a meaty penis. I do like a beetle penis. Oh, I don't yeah. mean the people, I mean the insects. Have you seen them? They're like, they're like, they're, they look like, they look like Santa Claus. <laughs> they're penis, they not the beetle. Okay. The beetle in itself looks like a beetle. Their beetle penis looks like Santa Claus. How do you know this? I think we should title this episode called Beetle Penis. <laughs> I think we should title, I think we should title the Big Time Rush episode, The Real Fab Four. And then we should title this one, The Actual Fab Four.
That's a weird, yeah, but that would rely on people have seen seeing the other episode. We'll figure it out. We're gonna we're gonna play ourselves out, I guess. Now, wait, what's next week? Actually, um, I think it's speed. Yeah, we're doing speed on the next episode. <laughs> That's a drug. You just said we're doing drugs. That was the Jill Croft. <laughs> oh, shit! I'm the idiot. Yeah, get back in your corner, in your cage. Uh, Sing a song. Okay. Wait. I don't know if it can pick up. Let's see. Can it pick up the ukulele again? Yeah. Sing along, Crofton. Sing us it out. I don't know the song. It's not a song. It's I'm giving you random notes. Okay. Play us out. La 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 I'll play your phone.